This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 22, What to Do When You Feel Discouraged. Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Hey everyone, how are you doing? I am so glad that you're joining me here on the podcast today. Today I wanted to talk about something that's been a little near and dear to my heart. I always like to record things that are relevant to what I'm going through too. So I am learning concepts, sometimes on a deeper level, sometimes on the same level as what I am sharing with you right now. Okay, so this past week I found myself getting pretty discouraged and I was trying to figure out what was going on and I wanted to share some things that helped me when I was going through this time. So on Mondays, I like to plan out my schedule and this particular Monday, I had started planning out some things, but I just kept getting distracted. You know how it goes some of those times and I hadn't done it quite how I usually do it and so I had left a lot of things undecided. And so I didn't know how I was going to accomplish everything that I wanted to for the week. And I had a pretty big list as I usually do. And as I was going through recording what I wanted to do and then starting to get distracted, having some appointments that lasted longer than I thought they were going to, I found myself at nighttime just scrolling my phone and literally watching myself not be able to accomplish the things that I wanted to because I was using my phone. And then the next morning I didn't wanna wake up and then I felt terrible in my body. And then I had a lot of shame and judgment for what was happening in the morning when I felt so terrible and I couldn't do the things that I usually am able to accomplish. I knew something had to change. I went to a great mastermind meeting that morning on Tuesday morning and I was reminded of a few things. One of the things that I was reminded of is that it is our job to partner with what is possible and to not partner with the things that are plaguing you. So often we are fighting for our excuses more than we're fighting for our dreams. And I was reminded of that by a friend and a life coach, Michelle Fournier. She's amazing. And she helped me to remember that sometimes things are hard and that's not a problem. Sometimes it's hard to put my phone down when my brain wants to go crazy and that's okay. And I can put it down. Whenever you're trying to change something that you've been doing a lot, it's going to be hard the first time. It's going to take some gumption, a little bit of willpower, but the hard is okay, especially when you have a big enough why. And my why was that I wasn't fighting for my dreams. I was fighting to keep scrolling. And then it was impacting my whole day. And it wasn't until I stopped scrolling that I could recognize why I was doing it in the first place. I felt like I was so behind. I felt like there were so many things that I needed to accomplish this week. And I wasn't going to be able to accomplish any of them because there was just too much to do. 
And once I recognized that's what I was running from, having too much to do, it helped me to be able to drop into that curiosity and that learning place of recognizing I'm the one in charge of my schedule. I'm the one that's in charge of what I do or don't do. So I put my phone away and the next morning I woke up and I recognized that what I had done was that I had left so many things uncomplete, incomplete. I had started making some decisions about what I would do in some areas of the day, but I just got too overwhelmed. I let my brain be the boss instead of being the boss of my brain. I decided that time was my boss instead of me being the boss of my time. So I woke up on Wednesday morning refreshed because I was able to put the phone down the night before. I had decided that enough is enough. I just need to put it down. It's going to be hard the first time and I can do it. So when I went into Wednesday, I brought this thought. All I'm going to do is finish the undone loops. Everything that I had opened up in my schedule, I was going to make a decision for and finish everything that I had started. Completion is so important. It's like having too many tabs open on your browser. Eventually, your computer just shuts down. And so does your body. Overwhelm is real. It's an emotion created by your thinking. There's too much to do. So start by completing. So I want to share with you today one tool that really helps in these situations. When you think that you want to change something, but it's just too hard to do, the tool that I love to use is to embrace and. It's hard and I can do it. This is hard and it's working. When you embrace both of them, because your brain is thinking this is hard, but your brain is also thinking this might work. When you put both of them together, this is hard and it's working, it allows you to be in alignment and to move forward in the direction that you want to. The reason why it's so hard is because our brains want to be efficient. Our brains do not want to do something new. They want to do what we've always done because it's familiar and it's easy. But what if you could make doing new things easy too? That's the power of using embracing and. Okay. And the most important part to remember when you're using this tool of embracing and is to think about the intention where you're coming from. Are you bringing this from a place of self-doubt or from a place of faith or courage? I know I was feeling really discouraged and I actually brought that word to a coach. She said, how are you feeling? And I said, discouraged. And she said, that's interesting. It's literally without courage. So it takes courage to believe that you could do something new, that you could change something about yourself that you know you're ready to let go of. Now, I want you to think about if there's been a time in your life when it's been really hard, when there's been a challenge that you weren't sure if you were going to be able to complete it and you did it anyway. I think that I've shared this earlier in the podcast, but I remember back in 2005, I had just applied for grad school and I was married. We were trying to start a family. I had a really big role in our church and everything seemed so overwhelming at the time. 
And in the middle of my grad school program, this is back in 2005, before there were any um, online programs really for the type of thing that I was doing. I was studying speech therapy. I knew that we'd be moving in the middle of it. My husband would be stationed with the Air Force somewhere else. And so I applied for grad school and started grad school not knowing if I'd be able to finish it. And it was really scary. I had so many obligations, so many things that were vying for my attention, but I had had this goal to finish this graduate program from the time I was 18, from the very first semester of my freshman year of college. And so with a lot of, a lot of trepidation and some faith, I kept putting one foot in front of the other. And the analogy kept coming to me that sometimes you don't need to see completely in the darkness. You just need a flashlight to see your feet right in front of you and to be able to take the next step. You don't have to see the destination yet. I think about if I were to drive to where we used to live in Michigan, if it was dark outside, as I'm driving there, I'm going to have my headlights on. I'm going to be able to see right in front of me. But from my house to our old house three hours away, the headlights are not going to shine directly to the house we used to live in but they're going to shine just brightly enough for me to get to the next few hundred feet that the headlights will show me. I don't need to know the entire way of exactly what the road is going to look like. I just need to know what the road in front of me looks like. And this is why it's so important to embrace that. And I might not know exactly how to get there. And I know I'm going to get there anyway. Your intention is one of the most incredible things that you can bring to any situation. If you are looking at things from a lens of self-doubt, that is what you will create. If you're looking at it from a lens of belief and understanding and trust, that's also what you're going to find. And you're going to be able to create some really amazing things along the way. So going back to my story about finishing grad school and starting grad school, I went ahead and started and my husband finished up his last year and we found out that we were moving across the country. Luckily, there was somebody else that was also doing the same thing and she decided to do it a few months before me. And since there was precedence for somebody studying from a distance, I was able to move halfway through my semester and travel between Ohio and Utah for a year while I did get pregnant and I delivered our son on the day I would have walked for my graduation. I had no idea. There were so many times that I doubted I would be able to do it, but I knew I just kept picturing that flashlight in front of my feet and I knew that I could take the next step. I could study for the praxis. I could find an internship. There was so much that was in my power that I hadn't thought that there would be. But because my why was so big, I let the how work itself out. I just kept putting one foot in front of the other and letting my faith and my trust be bigger than my doubts. My last tip for you today is starting to create a new identity of the person that does the things that you want. For example, I was having a really hard time flossing my teeth at night. I was so tired. And so I started reminding myself when I was tired and getting ready for bed, I'm the kind of person who flosses their teeth every night. And when I get into that, I stop resisting this, I'm so tired and I just want to go to bed. I start believing that I'm the kind of person that does that. I know it's such a silly example, 
But the same thing for scrolling your phone. I'm the kind of person who puts their phone down and gets ready in a nourishing way, ready for bed. I know, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I hate being told what to do. And so many times my brain will say, well, you should do this and you should do this and you should do this. And it makes me want to rebel and just stop doing anything. And so when I remind myself the kind of person that I'd like to be, and I start to envision that I am that person, it makes the change so much easier. So those are my two tips for you on this journey, embracing and embracing that juxtaposition, coming from a place of belief and trust, and deciding what kind of person you want to be along your journey. All right, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating beauty wherever you go.